previously on Getting Dicey. I'm going to cast Sleep on Heyman. You see Heyman drop to the ground. As you may may remember from earlier, Heyman had to bat off a couple of these zombies earlier. <sighs> and just takes a bite out of Heyman's leg. What this does, though, is it wakens Heyman from his sleep. I want you to imagine Bad Boys 2. I always imagine Bad Boys 2. My back against Loris, I'm just going to drop my rapier, spin around his back, drawing my dagger and my short sword, and I'm just going to slash across this zombie here at his neck, and then stab his chest with my dagger. It is Heyman's turn, and he sees Sig, slams his quarterstaff down into the ground, as he casts a level two magic missile. I'm going to use my bonus move to enshroud myself in mist and teleport 10 foot away from him. A sprinkling of golden powder fills the air around me and he must pass a wisdom save or be charmed by me. Look, you need to take my bag. You need to get out of here. There's something in my bag that's incredibly important. I I can't have them find it. So get out of here, go, go. American grabs the bag. Thank you, friend. I'll protect it with my life. Get out of here now. I'm going to cast sleep. At full speed, soars uh, through the air and just whoosh, into the ground. Sig grabs his hammer. <laughs> his eyes widen and he mouths nothing and the life has left his eyes. Haman is dead. American, you look into the bag and you see a handwritten note. The the family of 12 that he supplied him with should be all the defense he needs. Signed with the sign of a spider. Getting dicey. <laughs> you guys have left. You've heard the, the horns tooting. I'm going to say they, they tooted. <laughs> <laughs> from up in the mountain range. A dramatic toot. The great toot of the horn. Um, and, oh, let's put the hood on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, right, wasn't it green flu? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, have you, guys, have you guys discussed what it is you want to do? Are you investigating the horns? Are we... Uh, what are we no. doing? No, no, no. No. Uh, can I can I try to work out with my musical ear uh, what kind of horn they're blowing? Yeah, give us a what kind of uh, give us a, a history a history check. I think. Oh, yeah. you're thinking back to all the horn melodies you've heard. Okay. Not Siri. I didn't say shit, Siri. <laughs> I rolled a twenty-one for horn. Oh. Oh, oh right, you yeah, you're you to to your very highly tuned ear, you know these as like a war horn, basically. Um this was this was this was the kind of horn that is uh um followed by numerous orcs heading out for death. <clears throat> uh putting two and two together, I turn to the party and say, uh I've heard these before. Those are war horns. I suggest we move quickly. Agreed. Oh. All right. We're about to you guys wanting to move to. Uh, I think we are scooting back to Fandolin, yes? Mm. Or as far as we can before nightfall. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, what, what we'll do, um, let's let's get you guys back to Fandolin. We'll say that uh, you have a long rest 
uh, halfway back. Um, mm-hmm. So feel free to figure out what you guys want to do during that long rest. Um, what what does happen? There's a couple. Of, there's one thing that does happen is Loris spends a little bit of time with the um, the ring of protection and has manages to attune himself to it. Um, also, Sig and Loris get into a competition, a little arm wrestle. <laughs> Um, and using some of the roles we did before we started, we see that that uh, Loris manages to dislocate his right arm, um, but then with a staunch with a staunch fury at losing, challenges Sig to one with his left arm and triumphantly wins um, and manages to pop his shoulder in, thinking he was the victor for the day. Um, <laughs> but if you guys want to sort of deal with, because uh, I think American, you were talking about maybe changing your spells up or. Yes, I'm doing it now as we speak. Yeah, and you get all your spell slots back. You get all your HP back. Yay. Um, <laughs> I never know which... <laughs> oh, I was just saying, I never know which spells to prepare. It's a mystery. Mm. Go on. Um, yeah, I've got a scroll of darkness that I found and oh, another right. scroll. Um, so I try learning that? I guess I got time. Yeah. Now, what I might suggest, since the abysmal failing of the last scroll you tried to write out, is you can use someone else to help. Like oh. there is a valid action of using your turn to help someone do something. Um, so, by all means, you could find someone who also has uh, the ability to sort of maybe a little bit high wisdom um, to help you out. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Now, what is that actually? I I suggest that, and then I'm like, what does that do? Um, (laughs) It gives you advantage. Yeah, that's the one. It gives you advantage on the roll. I'll help you, Brian. (laughs) What have we got there? Um, Some sort of magic. A scroll of darkness. Oh. Sounds awesome. Um, Can I... Yeah, how do you know if you just you can write it down forever? Forever. Because uh, it's <laughs> within my level, so I've got level two. Oh, oh wow. nice, nice. I think. Did you know? Don't know. It's, well, is it a level two spell, is it? Oh, actually, no. I, oh, I don't. Yeah, it is a level two spell by the looks of it. Um, you can totally – have you got level two slots actually, yet or no? No, I don't. You can no, still, yeah, you can still write it down, and it will be ready for when you – have a level two slot, I believe. Okay. You should have level two slots. No, I don't. I, I oh no, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, you should. I, you. <laughs> I should just scroll down. Four. I scroll down and there's um... <laughs> there's just a couple hiding. <laughs> so yeah, I think I can just learn it. I think it fits above oh, my level. Okay. I might be wrong about that. <laughs> it's a good thing we prepared. Uh, yeah. Scroll. <laughs> um, I, I thought you still had to roll, right? Um, roll for scroll. Roll for scroll. Um, you can normally cast. You must blah blah blah. With you, ca- oh no, no, if it's on the wait, the level of the spell on the scroll determines the spell saving throw. Um, it says if the spell is on your class's spell list, but of a higher level than you can normally yeah. cast, you must make an ability check. Okay. Well, in that case, you just write to it down. Then determine I guess. whether you can cast it. I don't know if that is for actually learning it forever, but yeah. Oh, oh no! Wow. Oh no! A wizard spell on a spell scroll can be copied, just as spells and spell books can be copied. When a spell is copied from a spell scroll, the copier must succeed yeah. on an intelligence arcana check, which is uh, 
with a DC equal to 10 plus the spell's level. If the check succeeds, the spell is successfully copied. Just had to, scro okay, so just had to scroll down a little bit. To, yeah, another yeah, scrolling again, yeah. down on my scroll. <laughs> so D, uh, 10 plus um, 2. Yep, so you've got to I'll need. get 12 or higher. And, and you've got I advantage. Oh, thank you. So how does the helping thing work? You just get advantage. Okay. I'm just breathing down your neck, giving you encouragement. <laughs> She's like, like pointing at that, like that looks like, yeah, yeah, that, that, that one. <laughs> that, that's rude. Yes. Is it? Do you add five or something? Is it? No, you just roll it with advantage. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. You got it. What did I get? You got it. What did I get? Oh, uh, cool. Sixteen. The second roll was a two, so that, that would have really sucked. <laughs> we well, got, got a plus sixteen. Five. Wait, 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 oh, yeah, no, that's so you got a 16. You got a 16. So you got a scroll of darkness. You got a spell awesome. of darkness. Ooh, thank you. Yeah. Regan, question. Yes. I'm just looking um, in D&D Beyond when I found this ring of protection. Mm. It's, it provides not only plus one to your armor, but also gives um, it, uh, it plus one to um, saving throws while wearing the ring. That's so right. My, that's right. So my strength and constitution saving grind has gone up. So you're happy with that as well? It's your ring, mate. Like, you, yeah. I was reading. I was like, holy cow, that's yeah. even better. It's a, it's a really good yeah. ring. It's a very, very like good it. ring. Yeah, I'm happy. It's your ring, mate. It's your ring. Look <laughs> after your ring because no one else will. No, that's right. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you guys need to do before none eyes? I'll feed my spiders. Okay. <laughs> Some cheese, rock cheese. This, this is so cute. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, oh, cheese. Yeah, is there any more cheese in that ring? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can put some uh, stilt in it. Um, since you've you've used it now, you've used, last time you mm -hmm. tried to use the ring, you managed to just kind of like squeeze out just one little chunk of cheese. Um, but now you've now you've become a little more accustomed to it. You actually get to roll a one d. You get to roll a d twenty, and that's how many bits of cheese oh, comes yeah. comes out of the ring. Just d twenty, no modifier. No modifier. D twenty. No. Okay. All right, here we go. I think you cut out there. Got, I got a nineteen. That's a great roll. You got nineteen cheese. Um, okay, I'll write that down. Uh, I got nineteen pieces of Stilton. Little nineteen little out. pieces of magic cheese. Uh, that has right. popped out of this thing. It's kind of just like popped out onto the ground, almost like little bits of popcorn just go out of the ring onto the area of ground and stuff. Um, but again, you start. You just as soon as this happens, the the color from the ring just fades, and you just reek. You just reek of like really <laughs> old oh, cheese. This is before my sleep, right? Yeah, this is before your sleep. Yeah, yeah. Disgusting. But you've got nineteen pieces now. These pieces of cheese will get gain you back uh, one HP when consumed. Okay. So you've got this. And they, they last 24 hours. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It needs um, good berry. Yeah, well. Just no one. Be less stinky. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot less stink involved with good berry. Um, we'll say that you guys um, wake up the following morning nice and early. American, um, when you get up, you notice um, two spiders uh, on the ground um, next to where you were sleeping. And they look... Uh, they're, they're on their backs. Their legs are all curled up. Um, and it, and they look, from what you can tell, they look like um, they've died in your sleep, in their sleep. Um, My spiders? Yeah, yeah. Can you give no. me, can you just give me like an investigation check? I can. Not my babies. No. Was it the cheese? 
You killed them with love. Stench. I have rolled a net 20 for investigation. Yeah, you look a little bit Whoa. closer. You look a little bit closer now, and you, and you notice that it's really just like an empty shell of, of what where spiders were. So they, these spiders, they've obviously molted their skin. Um, and you can kind of see next to each of them just a little shimmering. And then, strangely, you can't really explain it. They just sort of, they're now visible next to the, the molted skins. Like... They weren't visible, but now they, they are. And they're a little bit bigger than they were last time. And they, they just scamper back up and sit uh, on your shoulders. Um, so these, <sighs> these spiders um, now have two HP. But there was something... My sweet babies, they're alive. But there was something oh. strange about the fact that they weren't visible for a bit and a little bit of a shimmer, and, now they, and then they became visible. So there's something, something odd about those spiders i'll give them some some nice pets regardless (laughs) okay good so you guys head back off uh down the tribal trail um and it's a it's a decent amount of travel before you get to to fandolin as you near the entry to to fandolin you hear things before you see things you can hear what sounds like screaming and yelling Uh, and you can see coming up over um, the the hill that you're traveling over, you can just see smoke um, pour, pouring up out of where where Fandolin is. Whoa. Oh no! What's happened? I suggest we uh, move double time. Mm. I'll start sprinting towards Fandolin as fast as I can. All right. By the time you reach the, the sort of the main gate area, where the sort of um, where uh, Daran's uh, orchard is off to your right. As you head down there, you're getting close enough that you can see uh, in the town centre, just off in the distance, just a massive fire, just a huge fire in the middle of that town centre. And you can just see red-cloaked um, people throwing bodies onto this fire. Oh, no. Unacceptable. I'd like to um, run forward into the fray and um, use my control flames cantrip to try and extinguish as much of the fire as I can. Okay. Well, um, how how close do you need to be for that? That is a good question. Let me just see. The range is 60 feet. All right. So you want to run up to like 60 feet away from this, this fire? Mm. Yes, but I can only extinguish a five-foot cube at once so mm. i won't be able to do all that much yeah it's a d you can see that it's like it, it's almost like 20 foot in diameter it's the it's mounted up really high you've got these bodies that are burning on this on this flame you can hear the screaming and yelling from from around um how close do you guys want to get to the action uh, gil runs all the way in Okay. I'll keep I'll, I'll keep moving forward as as I use my candle. All right. I'll so charge also run Sounds this like way. yeah, you're all running. You're all running. As you get closer, you're you're maybe a hundred foot out. Um, by the time you notice that one of the figures standing near the fire is has the red has a red cloak and what looks like a um glass staff's glass staff. Didn't it doesn't take that? it doesn't look the same, but it looks similar. Oh. Um. And you can see, you can see Harbin um, looking sort of towards that area as well. But he looks incredibly happy. Oh, 
Well, I'm just going to do a double take at Baron Byram because I thought he had that star. Mm, he does. I'm using the staff right now. Yeah, I'm going to cast Mage Armor. That's more than one. Okay. Well, you, get to about, okay. you get to about the 60 foot mark. I'm going to say 60 foot mark because that is the kind of, that's a good range for any sort of ranged attacks. When you get to the about 60 feet away from what's going on, you notice there are four people uh, lined up and they look kind they look kind of familiar you've got one um tall gray-skinned uh guy holding what looks like a, a great axe you've got like a a short pudgy um guy wearing armor you've got someone holding a loot uh you've got an elven looking woman with with elvish ears oh, sorry five people and there's uh and there's like a little little guy in a little wizard hat and, and robe holding a wooden wooden staff and what are they doing? They are facing off towards glass, or what looks like glass staff. And who's throwing people on the fire? Just some red cloaked people that look very similar to the to the red brands you guys have encountered. We must be in the wrong village. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we recognize? Is it the townspeople that are being thrown onto the fire? You can just see bodies are being thrown onto a fire from from where you're at. But none, none that we can kind of obviously recognise. Yeah. Give me, give me a perception roll, um, Loris. Sure. Um, perception, perception. I swear you leave this town for five minutes and see what. <laughs> yeah. This is. Oh, that was rolled with disadvantage. Sorry. Oh, a right. one and a twenty. Okay, with a that's pretty. That's like that's extremes. Um, with a roll of a one, you think one of the bodies that you just saw being thrown onto the fire was Carp's mother, Callan. <laughs> Oh, okay, just here. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, I no, hope that, he's wrong. Yeah, that, I'm just a telling you guys, I'm pretty sure that looks like Carp's mum. That's, that's not cool. Can I, can I see Carp anywhere? Is it, given I think it's his mum? I'm just going to continue with your perception, Jay. You're, all you're focused on are the bodies being thrown into the fire. Are they, do they seem to be alive bodies? Or dead bodies being thrown on the fire. From what you can see, they look they look dead. Dead. Yeah. Sick. Sig would like to count the enemies in front of us. Okay. Um, give us a give us a uh, perception check. Sig rolls a ten. Yeah, I mean, it looks like maybe a half dozen. From what you can tell, maybe, possibly, maybe there's a few standing behind what you can see. You can't really tell. Sig is happy with those odds. Let's go, everybody. Charging in. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> as, you, as when you as you charge in, suddenly like everyone turns. The guy that looks like glass stuff, Harbin, sort of turns his head to sit to you. The five, um, the five that are standing that look almost quite similar to you, all turn in your direction. And as you get closer, you notice there's almost an audience around of all of the townsfolk, and they see you arrive, and there is just a raucous cheering. <laughs> There is just a raucous cheering. Uh, and that's when you notice that it's not Glassstaff. It's, it's someone that you had seen in the tavern dressed like Glassstaff. It's not bodies being thrown into the fire. It's, it's rag kind of like uh, dolls versions of things being thrown on the fire. What it looks like they're doing is reenacting the heroes of Phandalin and what they did for, for Phandalin. This is a festival? 
It is indeed a big celebratory festival. Uh, it's been a good four days since you guys left Fandolin. Um, and they, they wanted to, and they couldn't hold off. They thought you'd be back soon enough, but they just, they couldn't hold off and they just had to celebrate. <laughs> Ooh, they're cosplaying as us. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> speaking of cosplayers, the, the five that are dressed similarly to you guys, not quite, they kind of similarly, they kind of look and, um, and the one dressed as, uh, Loris. Oh, we've got some we've got some echo happening there. Ooh. Okay. So, so no, we've still got some echo. What's going on? Oh, I think it was Joe actually. Joe's the cause of the echo. <gasps> Everyone's muted now. Um I was right. already it wasn't my fault. No, no, it wasn't you anyway. We figured it out. We found it out. Uh anyway, so the one that's dressed like Loris is super excited. And you can sort of see that it's he's not a seven foot two. Uh, Goliath, it seems to be like maybe a five foot two person on a couple of feet's worth of stilts. And he kind of like comes over and he's, he's, he's super excited to see you guys. Um, uh, and he says, Oh, you're here. The heroes are here. Everybody, the heroes. And there is just raucous celebration. Cheers. Uh, cheers go out. Amazing. Oh, this is the first time you've seen Merican so happy and her, her entire complexion starts to change and her, her eyes start sparkling green and her hair does as well and she becomes spring-like in nature. Nice. Ooh, okay. <laughs> She's just like the gayest you've ever seen her and just starts to dance. Um, the other, the other performers, the other performers, the other ones that are dressed like you sort of just like are clapping and cheering and they kind of, um, they, they walk back off into the crowd to mingle. They're obviously their big performance has been interrupted, but they don't care. There was, it was interrupted by possibly the best thing that could interrupt them. Um, and the tall Loris like figure says, Oh, you know, excuse me. Um, let me introduce myself. I am Nard. Uh, I, have been chosen to play the amazing Loris in this production. Um, Is anyone uh, else getting a black screen? Yeah, I'm going to black because I don't have a face ready for these characters. Oh, come on. Okay. Where's your Loris face? I, sh I should have totally made like just a Dave cutout and like everyone <laughs> that would have been pretty funny. Um, My nod. Nod. Yeah, I thought you'd like that name. Yeah. <laughs> Good old nod. Come on. You make it feel easy. Um, I'm, not, he, I'm not sure that Nod has the voice to, to pull off, you know, <laughs> he gestures behind himself at the um the other performers um there's only one that's kind of staying in the same sort of position who's who's looking over in your direction um but nard says uh the amazing um agnes uh has been playing mirican uh the the baron has been played by quite the amazing actor dan dan it's not a very fantasy name but it's dan um <laughs> strangely enough the man may not look like sig as he is a much shorter and squatter but his name was sig and he demanded the role um and then last of all and he points towards the only one that is still standing there sort of he's still focused on you guys um he starts walking up as he's about to be introduced almost hurriedly hurriedly uh and he says and of course, the one who is playing uh, Gil is uh, none other than Gil. And he gets cut off by, by this one dressed as Gil. Um, and he says, yes, I am Ginda. Ginda. 
but I do believe uh, I have honed this character perfectly. He says, just looking in Gil's direction. I think your accent is a little harsh. But I, I think he's a real Ginder surprise. I'm loving it. <laughs> um, and when, when he's said that his name is Ginder, um, Nard, good old Nard, he looks mm. over at um, Ginder and just says, uh, I, yeah, yes, Ginder, of course, the amazing Ginder. Um, is there something suspicious about this? Is his name not really Ginda? Is that the vibe I'm getting? Uh, give us a perception check. Hmm. Okay. Insight, maybe? Okay, give us an insight check. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Will do. Oh, a 19. Something seems off. Um, just about Ginda? Or? Just about how they're acting about Ginda's name. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, from from what from what you sort of saw was it, it seemed like Nard was going to say a different name. Um, yes. And then Ginda quickly stepped in and with Ginda. Okay. Oh, maybe it really will be a Ginda surprise. Yeah. Um. And, Gim- and Ginda says, "Oh, sorry, Loris, is, is something you wanted to?" Oh no. Okay. Cool. Um. Ginda says, Jess, uh, well, we are so grateful for you guys to be back in Fandolin. Uh, but uh, Nard, maybe we should be off? No, please. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to uh, meet thespians uh, of such high quality. Please, let's uh, continue the conversation. And Ginda just kind of, he was looking at Nard when he was talking about leaving. And he's just kind of looking back at Gil. <coughs> Um, kind of interested, but also a little bit suspicious. Um, and Gin- then, hmm? Ginda, was it? Ginda. Yes, Ginda. Uh, but now, the, we, we must get back to practicing for when, obviously, we will redo this production. Um, and Nard is almost ignoring him. He's kind of caught up in the fact that he's seen you guys. Uh, you may not have heard of us, uh, but we are the traveling thespians around this area. The fantastic... Well, I haven't actually finalized the name, but we'll, we'll land on something soon. I can feel it. He's very excited to see you. Likewise. <laughs> this is wonderful. Wow. I can't believe it. They're calling us heroes. Did you hear that? Uh, and you can heroes. Just, you're looking it's like of, a revolution. <laughs> you're looking past... Um, Gindar and Nard, and you can just see there's everyone's got a drink in their hand. Everyone's celebrating. The fire is clearly not decorative; it's a real fire, but it's being used to warm everything. It's it's quite the quite the show happening. So is this there, is a whole new political uh, movement in Fandolin by the looks of it. They've thrown off the yoke of uh, of the oppressive oppressive parties, but Harden's still there, right? Harbin is, is still there. Harbin. A, a, a quick sort of look across all the people um, in the town centre. The only one that you don't see is, uh, or there's two people you don't see. You don't see Daran um, and you don't see Sildar. Daran and, and Dildar. Yeah, <laughs> Daran and Dildar. Up a tree. Yeah. Um, I wonder where they could be. The one was like in the middle of the production? What was that, sorry? Is Harbin the one that was in the middle of the production? He was like, part of the production, yeah. And he's, he's actually playing himself. Yeah, it looks to be like he was playing himself. In the role of Harbin himself. 
But is he playing a bit of a like a hero, like he was helped out all along? Or what? you guys, you guys missed it. Like it looked like he was standing alongside the heroes. Um, mm. Yeah, of course he was claiming some sort of <laughs> involvement in this whole thing. Mm. <sighs> True hero, Snake. But where, where is Duda and and well, it's Darren the other guy. But Duda's the one I'm I'm curious about. He should be here. Where's where's Silda? You should celebrate with us. <laughs> Good party. Let's dance. All right. So so um, Nard and and Gindar sort of sort of thank you for for coming back. And Nard says, "Well, I think Gindar is right. I think we should get back to our performance and start practicing for the big. Well, we're going to have to redo this anyway, but that's okay. We'll do this again tomorrow night. But you heroes should know that this day will forever be known in Fandolin. You guys, you guys." And um, he sort of just turns Gindar, and uh, and and they go to walk off. And Gindar is just like looking over his shoulder back at back at Gil. Um, just before they leave, can I just say? Um... Uh, well, thank you so, so much for the, the honours you've heaped upon us. Um, please, we invite you to our table tonight. Let's uh, let's eat and drink, and we'd love to uh, help inform your, uh, your already remarkable uh, acting prowess. And um, Gindar sort of pipes up with, Yes, well, maybe we will see you there, and uh, maybe informing is exactly what needs to happen. Uh, Gil, was it? Yes, I would think the actor playing uh, the character would know his character's name. Uh, And with that, they just go to sort of, they turn around and and walk off, and you can see Nard looks like he's kind of, (laughs) kind of uh, almost... uh, Sort of telling, telling Gindar off. You can say, "How dare you speak to her?" As it kind of like they walk off. They seem nice. <laughs> mm. I'm a little bit suspicious of Gindar. I was getting a bit of a strange vibe. What do you think, Gil? Um, I think we should keep a close eye. Just make sure that nothing is awry. Um, I don't know why they'd be suspicious like that, but he was definitely giving me some kind of weird vibe. Mm. There's, I don't think that's his real name. Are they? Are they from Fandolin? Um, you didn't learn. You didn't learn that. You hadn't seen them um, previously, and they did mention that they were a wandering troop. So possibly, possibly not. Given that it's very unusual for Baron to be untrusting of anybody, I think we should be listening to his vibes. Normally, it's me that's distrusting, and yet Baron seems to have picked up on something here. Yeah, I was all all set to uh, be trusting there, but there was just something mm. odd about him. Mm. There was a lot of emotions in a very short space of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, out of nowhere, you hear, Oh, you're back! Oh, it's so great to see you boys and girls! Yeah, and yeah it's the innkeeper! Oh, it was the innkeeper! And he gives, you a, and he gives you a big wink. Was, oh. was being the operative word you might have missed there. Oh, spicy. Yeah, and he holds up a nice set of, like, keys. You recognize oh, these keys as it. being the keys to the jail cell in the, in the Town Master's Hall. <laughs> uh, and, he, oh. and, and he says, 
Oh, I can't thank you enough for the advice you gave me before you left. And I'm so glad we got everything sorted before you came back. You and your people have been hard at work. Uh, we, we thank you. This is a, a great honor for us. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I'm going <laughs> out of focus for some reason. There we go. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, he says, oh, I don't know if we could ever really repay you for what you've done. And that's why we've got this big festival here, the Festival of Heroes. We couldn't think of a better name. So we thought that would be quite appropriate. We had young Carp uh, get some details for your sort of your look. Uh, and he and he helped the, the people design uh, the costumes the best he little, the little lad could. That's so adorable. Oh, Carp, uh, he's so cute. You guys, you guys, spinning out. Yeah, you guys kind of, you get a re, sort of a recollection of, of, of seeing him eyeing you up before you left. Just muttering a few things to himself and running off. And you're kind of like, all right, he was maybe getting some details to, to, you know, remind himself what you guys looked like. He's an angel. What's the, um, the orange bearded, Guy's name? Toblin. 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 Like, yeah. I'm going to Mr. Doubtfire. Toblin. <laughs> <laughs> so he's now the town leader. He is. He is now the town right. master of Fandolin. Things uh, are okay in Fandolin. This is good. This is the sort of thing that uh, uh, Byron likes. What's mm. happened to the other guy? Uh, Harbin or yeah, Harbin. Silver? What's happened to the fat man? That I want to dispose. Of. So yeah, I mean, enjoying the the party, but where's what's his job now? Um. Well, would you believe it or not? He's been wanting to pour a few drinks for quite some time. He didn't want the responsibility of looking after a town, so he's looking after me. In I'm looking after the town, and honestly, neither of us could be happier. And you can <laughs> off, off, off behind Toblin, you can just see Harbin giving you a big wave. From from the back. Oh hi! And she just gives him a big thumbs up. He's a good um, guy. He's a I'm, good I'm, guy. I'm pleased, I'm pleased it's all worked out, but I'm actually slightly disappointed. I didn't get to go. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like, oh, that's good. Uh, and I'm I'm quite glad you didn't kill him either. To be honest, I don't know if I could have run both the town and the, and so this kind of works out for everyone. That's good. I'm I'm happy with that. Mm. I guess. Um, kind of, sort of. Oh, but I should tell you one thing. Uh, poor Silda has not been too good since he uh, he went into old Tresenda Manor looking for the uh, for for the family that went missing. Like he succeeded, he came, he brought them out, which is great. But he took quite a, a quite a, a beating from from what was left over in there. So. Uh, he's he's in the he's in the inn. He's he's being looked after, but he's a little worse for wear. Oh no! Oh my God! I'm gonna what run. We... In, I'm gonna run towards the inn immediately. Hmm. Yeah, I'll join you. I don't want a Dilgar to be beaten off by. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, he has been beaten off. Wait, what? Who's been? <laughs> I might have missed something. Sorry, I'm just gonna. I'm by the red brand, we left over, right? I get well. Well, something was left over. That's just, for sure. Just something about your wording, Brian. I just don't know about it. But okay. <laughs> um. So yeah. So he uh, he's giving you sort of the details of where to find 
Sildar. So you guys have just run to the inn. Mm-hmm. All right, you run into uh-huh. the inn. You, you run past all the tables. It's completely empty uh, because everyone seems to be enjoying the, the party outside. By the way, it's I should have said it's it's nighttime. It's it's, uh, it's clearly a nighttime festival. Took you a while to get to Fandolin. Um, you run upstairs uh, and Sister Gariel is waiting outside one of the rooms and she just sort of um, sort of motions for you to go in. You enter the room and, and um, Sildar is, is just laid out on the bed. He's um, He looks to be... Sorry, he looks to be unconscious at the moment, uh, and he's he's got cuts and bruises. Uh, and he's 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 not looking too good. Oh no, poor Silda! Okay. I'll start making some. I'm going to make some good berries immediately. Okay, I've got some cheese. <laughs> you do. Oh, you do. Early berries. <gasps> He'll love this. Good berry uh, paste. Unconscious. Does anyone have like a board and we can present it really nicely? And he'll just be like, "Oh, you guys!" When he wakes up, he'll love it. Yeah, we get some crackers. <laughs> well, you need crackers yeah, on, the on the shield. I think is. is... Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Sig. <laughs> I, I, I could think about my teeth in my mouth. Well, sorry, sorry. What was it? Oh. As being uh, put together, I'm just gonna lay my hands on him and cast cure wounds at level three. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> Okay. That will also work. And what were, and what were you saying? Sorry, Loris? I think you got cut off there. Oh, I, I just said I could present the um, the berries on my axe if you wanted. <laughs> right. To his face, eh? Just like... He heals for 17 points. Okay, great. So he he's still not in great health, but he, he does um, gain his consciousness. And he sort of takes uh, you all. He, he looks around, he takes you all in. Um, and he says, "Ah, oh, you're back. Uh, cool." Um, <laughs> so what, what would you like to? In the way with food. <laughs> eat, eat, eat some of these berries and some of this cheese. It will make you feel a lot better. Hmm. American's just yeah. going to wave in his face, like "Hi." <laughs> uh, cool. So he's he's eating some of these berries. He's definitely getting some of his health back, but he's. He's very low energy. He's still feeling pretty low energy. He's been through a lot by the looks of things. It's um, like when you bring people grapes when they're in hospital. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like that. And you bring them berries. Yeah. Very similar. Berries. I guess um, we're, I, I'll try and be quiet. He's obviously convalescing. It's, yeah, it's, it's starting to bum me out a little bit. <laughs> but don't let him bum you out. His shoulders are <laughs> massive too. It weirds me out every time I see him. <laughs> Um, and he, he kind of, once he realizes you're all there, he says, uh, I, uh, I kind of thought you emptied the place out. Oh, thought we had as well. Mm. Yeah. What did you find, Sildar? Um, well, the first surprise was, uh, three, uh, three or four skeletons. I, I don't quite, uh, undead skeletons kind of crept up on us. Uh, took out a couple of good people, and uh, before we could deal to them, uh, you mean kill? Well, yeah, that, the skeletons oh, don't no. really mess around. Um, then, when we found where uh, Thel's family were being held, uh, we were quite quite surprised to find a couple of Red Brand in there as well. But they they went down a lot easier than those Skelly boys. 
Scaling so noise. An experienced warrior like yourself didn't go into an unknown place prepared for battle. Well, there was a group of five people who told me it was empty, so yeah. I'm just going to look around to the guys. Did we tell him it was empty? I'm pretty sure we didn't say that was empty because we didn't go up there. Easy, Mr. Morris. He's had a hard day. It's hardly the point. His men have died. He's lucky to be alive. Sounds to be like it through his own lack of preparation, but yeah, he's alive. Rubbing salt in the wounds. (laughs) Mr. Morris, should we go and guard outside just Mm. in case some more threats appear? Well, it seems that he may not have walks Mr. Loris out of the room. How does he expect us to, to trust him if he can't prepare his own battle party? Like, really, what's going on here? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, two, you two leave the room and he, he looks up at um, Mirakin and, um, and says, uh, the good, the good news is there. They were fine. Uh, the even better news, although this might be a little selfish, is I think I've got uh, uh, maybe a clue on how we can find Gundren. Oh, wait, what, what's oh, this guy sorry. doing here? Don't worry about him. Wrong button. Pokes his head to the door like I'm watching. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That sounds interesting. I'm going to light a cigarette and then sit down next to him and ask him, how do you they know about Gundren? <laughs> um, so it's looking next to a convalescent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. They allow this in the fantasy uh, <laughs> age. That hasn't been illegal yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we haven't realised how, how harmful smoking is in the fantasy yeah. <laughs> yet. That's fine. They haven't passed any laws yet anyway, so it's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so, so what are you asking... Uh, Silda? Uh, just uh, a little bit of a, how did he find out about Gundren, Rockseeker? Yeah, and he, he turns he turns towards um, the Baron um, and, and says, well, I'd, it's not exactly, I think it's more of a clue to maybe someone who can help us find Cragmore Castle. Uh, I was talking to Kellen, a little carp's mum, uh, and she mentioned uh, knowing a druid uh, who who had ventured into Cragmore Castle before, and where and where he is currently held hold up? Are the druids held hold up? Yeah, she she said that uh, this this guy is holed up in uh, Thunder Tree, a little town of Thunder Tree. Thunder Tree. And uh, she did not have a name. Oh no, it's a, it's a druid called Radoth. Radoth. Don't think I've heard of this this person. Yeah, I don't think it's a name you guys have heard. Must Radoff. be from a different circle. <laughs> hmm. Pretty um, cool name, really. Lives in Thunder Tree, and his name's Radoff. Yeah, he he asks for your map and kind of um, let's see if we can pinpoint where on on the map this is. Uh, Okay, I'm just going to reveal. So, so it looks like it's um, kind of east of uh, Neverwinter, where your starting point actually. Um, so let's there we go. So it looks like Ooh. it might be a little bit of a, a travel to get back 
up to there, but he seems to but, believe okay. that this this druid called Radoth could have answers for where Cragmore Castle is, and therefore where where um Gundren is. This is our map, right? Cragmore Castle is not on Cragmore Hideout with the big X on it, is it? <laughs> no, no, that was the <laughs> that was the Goblin Hideout. Oh, although it says Cragmore Hideout. Yeah, well, that was in the area of Cragmore. Okay. <laughs> All right, just checking. Ah, <laughs> boy. Um, yeah, so he's kind of pointed uh, on the map exactly where uh, Thunder Tree is. Uh, he says he, he doesn't seem to know much about Thunder Tree, but um, from what everything he can tell, Radoff is uh, currently living there. How did he find out about Radoff? Um, through Carp's mother. This is oh, someone right. that Kellen, oh. Kellen knows. Okay. Great. This is a good clue. What do you think, guys? Yes. yes. Good. It seems worthwhile chasing down. Um, Silda sort of looks back up at um, the three of you left in the room and says, "I would, I would love to come, but I, I don't know if I'm, if I'm up to it." Uh, uh, if you need the assistance, I'm more than happy to come, but I might not be much use. I suggest you rest up, friend. This is uh, not an errand that would be uh, advisable in your current state. And he mm. just kind of rests his head back back on his pillow. Um, I put a little packet of cigarettes on his chest <laughs> and a little bottle of wine Aww. under his arm. <laughs> Thank you for your help. I'm just, I'm just glad you, I'm just glad all of you guys are okay. Uh, and he closes his eyes and just sort of falls asleep again with the cigarettes ra- rising and lowering with his breathing on his chest. <laughs> oh, he's such a good old boy. <laughs> he's tired. We should, go. we should let him rest. Okay, cool. Um, you guys head out of the room and see Loris and Sig sort of standing. Um, with uh, almost with an awkward silence, as Sister Gariella is still kind of just standing there. Six like it's all about the thumb, Mister Loris. Got to go over the top uh, like Sylvester does. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's what it's about. My shoulder, my, my shoulder will regret challenging your technique, Sig. <laughs> Indeed, Mister Loris. Uh, Sister Gariella sort of pipes up with. Um, I've been looking after him since uh, they carried him back, and um, uh, he'll I'm, he'll be fine. I saw what you guys did in there, and it'll definitely help his... Look, I can't say I'm for those magical ways, but uh, anything that helps that man get back on track uh, is okay with me. Did you, did you come across Agatha? Thank you for your service, sister. Uh, yes, yes, we did come across... Agatha, um, and I found her uh, most gentile. She was, she was a pleasure to talk to. What she does? <laughs> <laughs> um, she's interested. She's interested in this. She's like, so, so she appeared for you. Yes. <gasps> this is amazing. And and uh, I know, I know it's I know it's selfish. But did you ask about the spell book? Uh, but of course, that's why we sought her out. Um, you can see she's getting very excited. She's hanging on every word. So what we learned was that um, the spell book was last in the possession of a necromancer some 100 years ago. 
She's, and, uh, she's nodding. I'm struggling right now to recall the name <laughs> of the necromancer. Seenorth. <clears throat> Seenorth. Yeah, hearing that name, her eyes widen and a, a smile uh, like like uh, spreads across her face. Seenorth, of, of course. Thank you so much. The the Harpers will be so appreciative of of this news. Um, but uh, Gil, can you just come over here for a, for a moment, please? And she just she takes a few steps further down the hallway and just beckons beckons you over. Uh, I look back at the party and just make sure they're okay with this. I give you a little wink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look deathly curious. I'm just gonna peer down the hallway like. <laughs> I just really want to know what's going on, though. Yeah, so she's kind of... Uh, Gil, are you, are you following? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, right. see, seeing the reaction from the party being, like, curious but not stopping, I'll, I'll move forward. Yeah, she, she she walks with you a little further down the hallway, both of your backs to the to the party, and, and she, she says, you have done uh, an amazing job speaking to, to Agatha. Um... You really exemplify the virtues of what makes a harper a harper. Would you would you be interested in joining us? Um, I would need to know more about what that might mean, but I'm open to the idea. Yeah, yes. Uh, as I as I mentioned before, we're we're spies. We we go in and we try to ab- oppose any sort of abusive power. We try and uncover it. This whole this whole dealings with the spell book is, is only going to help serve the Harpers uh, and, 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 their, and their, their job, their duty to, to make sure abused power is, is, comes to a stop. And we feel with the power you have, the, the dedication you had to, to, to uncovering news of the spell book, we just, I, I feel you would be, you'd be what, perfect as one of us. You don't have to answer me now. I'm not going to put you on the spot, but please uh, get back to me when, when you know, when you know in your heart uh, what you want to do. I need no other time. I believe in the same virtues that you believe in. Equality for all is something that could have done me very well in the past. Um, I, will, I will assist you in whatever way I can. And she, she lets out a big sigh of relief. Um, from now on, Gil, you are Gil the Watcher. Remember that title. Uh, and remember that you are now one of us. I will spread the word. The Harpers will be aware of this in no time. But let's, uh, let's not uh, keep your friends waiting. And she sort of turns around. She spins around and just hurriedly walks back to you. Um, and none of you guys have heard that. Only Gil is aware of this. Whether he wants to share that with your characters, it's, uh, it's up to him. Um, and Sister Gariel comes back to you guys. Uh, and just says, you guys have done amazingly. Thank you so much for your service here, as I promised. And she pulls out three small health potions. Um, these weren't easy for me to obtain, uh, um, but I, a promise is a promise. Uh, and she hands, hands them over. Thank you very much. Uh, perhaps we should leave one with her to administer to, uh, to Silda, should he need it. Um, Indeed, he has earned as much. I feel horrible that we are potentially misled him. Yes. yes. So, um, Gariel accepts and, and says, 
I'll uh, put one next to his bed. I, I, I wouldn't dare administer one of these myself, uh, but should he feel up to it, um, it'll be there for him when he wakes. Make sure he eats the cheese and good berries first, though. <laughs> Uh, they only last, their magical potency only lasts 24 hours. Of mm. course. Uh, I, I, I will make sure he's aware of those. All right. Shall we join the party? <laughs> is the party still going? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the party is, is still going. It's absolutely raucous out there. All right. See ya. <laughs> American uh, runs out the building and just starts dancing with the nearest person that she finds. Okay. Giving you a performance check. <laughs> <laughs> You've muted yourself. Is it a normal one? Just a normal performance check, yeah. Well, you know what's really cool is that the thing that I'm meant to click is like frozen. Oh. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, someone else do something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So how, how, how would you guys like to spend um, the night, I guess? Like what, what would you like, guys like to be doing? Um, there's a song that I want to play for Fandolin. <laughs> Fantastic! Yeah, yeah. Oh, there was Joe's performance. Was I a, a, a four. It's a four. You just like you out there. You kind of like really awkwardly like like, dun, 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 and everyone's just like has never seen moves like what you've done, what you're doing. Was it like Elaine from Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never been joyful before. I'm not really sure how to do it. But I'll give it my best shot, everyone. Yeah, you're kind of like knock, you're bumping into people and knocking people, and they're just like, "Yeah, hey, it's the hero of the yeah. day." So sure. Dancing. Um, dancing. <laughs> Laura's just dancing on the inside. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I I'm wondering about um, Darren. He's the one that. We he's the only one that we haven't seen, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. As far as you can tell, you, yeah. We you ask around see... about Darren while I mill about with a bottle of wine. Whereabouts are you going to mill? Just around um, the the party. Okay, all right. You can you can mill around. You see Carp and some of the other young boys uh, sort of just running around, causing mayhem. You you see Harbin again laughing it up with Toblin. They seem to be pretty good friends now. Um. You see, just all of the all of the townsfolk you've uh, you've noticed. Even Lining from the Costa is there enjoying herself. Barthen is complaining to someone about something, but you just you don't see Daran. You don't see Daran anywhere, hmm. and um, no one knows where he is. Yeah. The, um. So you, you let's just say you, you've asked someone that you maybe you've asked a few people, uh, and they say mm-hmm. they haven't really. No one's really um, seen him in the last day or so. Aww, I want to see because he, Yeah, he has a necromancer, and I'm hoping that <clears throat> nothing's happened to him. Mm. Um, Gil, your per, your performance. Uh, yeah, so Gil's going to do a set, <laughs> um, starting off with the the song that he sung before, which was the uh, which was about Fandolin. It was like that the wagon wheel. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he plays a couple more songs, and then he kind of grabs the mic and he's like. And this is uh, some new material uh, I've been working on. This one, uh, this one in particular, goes up to. Uh, it's a little bit different. I, I must admit, it's not as uh, folksy as some of my other stuff. Um, I'm kind of hoping that like, the crowd's like building oh! a bit of a fervor. Yeah, Gil. 
This one goes out to one of my party members. Uh, Mary, can I see you dancing? But sorry, it's not for you. Uh, uh, this one goes out to the Baron. Um, and I'm going to need uh, just like the lights down. And it's it's kind of a little bit like techno-y, <laughs> like dark. And um, like hopefully the lights can like flash on at the right time and stuff. Uh, and I sing out, Necromance, if you want to, we can bring your friends to life. But your friends aren't dead, and if they're not dead, then they're no friends of mine. Now I start safety dancing. Can you, you can dance? Yeah. You can bring your friends to life. Because your friends aren't dead, and if they're not dead, well, they're no friends of mine. Can you give me not just a, a I'll, I'll get two rolls from you. I want to get a performance check from you, but I also want to get a perception check from you. Okay. Uh, performance and perception. Mm. Performance is 15 and perception was 21. You are knocking it out of the park with that performance. Everyone, ah! everyone is loving this. Um, they don't know the words except for one person in the audience that seems to be singing along with you. Uh, he's staring you down. He's not jumping up and down. And that's Ginder. He he knows he knows this song somehow. Whoa! And he's just he's singing away. He's singing away with with it. But he's not cheerily singing away. It's more like he's just kind of like you see him mouthing the words to it. Now you're the only one that sees this. The rest of the team don't notice this. Um, and I think I think I'm just gonna call out and just. So where is he situated? Is he near the front or is he? No, he's he's a he's a wee way back. He, he's close enough. He's maybe uh, maybe twenty foot away from you. You've got um, like you've got the groupies. You've got like a rabid crowd and around you and just past that crowd. I There's, think like in in the the riff of the song or whatever. I'm just going to call out. Um, and my favorite thespian. Uh, Gindar, come on up to the stage. Gindar, come on up. And there's a lot of confused looks when you say that. There's, everyone's like, like who? Ginda. Um, and in all the, like, no one seems to know who you're talking about. And he just sort of just disappears off. He just walks off into the, into the crowd. Oh, Loris. come on. Don't be so shy. Loris, what's up? I want to pat him on the back. Just going to say that um, Random Origins has dropped 500 on Gil and 100 on Sig. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Dude, okay, okay. Um, just in case paying attention oh, yeah, yeah fair enough fair enough um so yeah sig and gil you've both got a point of inspiration at some point to to cash in on awesome. um i think like i think after i finish my set i'm gonna hop down from the stage thank everyone and um and go and try to find uh Ginda. okay cool um sig what's sig doing through throughout this uh this festival in his honor sig has been very relieved that he did not need to enter the the village in a combat state. <laughs> and he's been recording some of his nightmares. But he's happy that it's only on paper, which he has struggles. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Loris, what about Loris? What is Loris doing during through all this uh, merriment? So um, <clears throat> I guess you could just picture Loris as, as the, you know, the, the, the big th um, doorman. At the door, he doesn't enjoy parties. He danced on the inside. He's literally just got his axe resting across his forearm on his left arm forearm because his right arm's still kind of tender. Thanks, Sig. Yeah. Um, 
it's he's just kind of you know rolling in the back, you know, just just feeling in the back. He knows it's sore, but he's he's pleased it's sore because he beat he knows he beat sake. But yeah, yeah, basically just watching the crowd for troublemakers. Can you can you give me a constitution check? Check or save? Uh, save. We'll say it's a save. All right. See. <laughs> uh, I rolled a a twelve. Twelve's not too bad, but you can't help but tap your toes to the beat. That's coming out, uh, coming through, girl. Gil's, uh, there's you, a foot tap going on, but that's all you're getting. You're getting a foot tap. You're enjoying it. You're enjoying it, and you don't want to show it, but you just can't help but just sort of like tap along with uh, one yeah. of one of your feet. You might have even seen a, a bit of a side smile going on, you know, as he sort of. Um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Um, right. I saw that. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's up to you guys how you want to, um, what you want to do with the rest of the night, when you'd like to call it a night, um, how long you'd like to be part of this party, what, yeah, what do you want to do between now and the morning? Yes, American. I want to ask around a few people if they've seen Duran. I want him to come party. I, I don't want him to miss out. Yeah, you get the same, you get the same, you get the same information that the um, Baron had, which is no one's really seen him in a good day, day and a half. Everyone seems to have that same sort of like, oh yeah, we um, there's uh, we haven't really seen much of the gauntlet of the order recently. That worries me. Kind of harshing my buzz a little bit, if I'm honest. <laughs> was Darren? Who was holding someone in, in his um, house for us? Wasn't he? <laughs> I remember leaving a body there somewhere. That's all I kind of vaguely remember. Dude, do you remember who Glassstaff is? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> No. Okay. Like, who did we, we drop at his house? I can't recall his name. Wow. Um, yeah, that good old boy. Wow. That guy. Maybe I'll I put a little less. Told. Maybe I'll put a little less effort into the storytelling from now. On. No, no. no. These guys tell the story. That's why I have these guys around, so I can pay. They can pay attention to the story. Yes. Yeah, so, um, I, I want to head to his house just to sort of check it out, look, see what's going on. To be fair, it's been weeks. It has been in game. Sorry, in real time weeks since we, we left Durant. So let's go over sort of what happened there. So you guys um, knocked Iano unconscious in underneath Tresenda Manor. Uh, you hmm. decided to drop him off with um, Duran to, hmm. to basically, because you didn't really know what to do with him. So he said, look, we'll interrogate him or you go off to the old Alwell and sort out the undead problem for me. By the time yeah. you get back, I'm sure I'll have some answers for you. Uh, me and the gauntlet of the order will um, will get information from him. So I knew there was a reason I wanted to go back to talk to Durant, even though I don't like the guy and I don't trust him. I knew yeah. he had some wooden stuff. Mm. Um, so he hasn't been seen for like a day and a bit. I kind of just want to wander over to his place and just have a bit of a nosy around and see if anything looks a bit odd there. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You can I, I want to see if Sig wants to come with because I really don't want to do it by myself. Sig will take... Um... Mr. Loris's idea and follow, and he'll beckon towards American to be his elf talker person. <laughs> Thanks for including me. Oh, come. Hey, where's everyone else? What about Gil and, and uh, good old Brian? Do they want to come? Gil, you've gone off after Gindo, is that right? Um, I'm imagining that is this, this is like in the middle of my set or something, right? This conversation. You're kind of rounding down uh, your performance and you can see Loris and Sig sort of discussing something and sort of bringing Mirican over. You can see something's going on. I'm just going to keep on, like, finish out my set. Yeah, cool. Uh, do, do we know where the Baron is? Is he sort of around that we can grab him? 
Yeah, I was just watching the set, so along with everyone else. So. Do you want to come with, or are you still going to enjoy Yeah, I, I'll just grab a couple of bottles of wine and I'll join you. Fair enough. <laughs> right, so are we going to we're going to leave Gil singing his heart out and, and plan on catching up with him later? Hmm. I think he's just finished, right? I don't want to just leave him. I think he'll, no. he'll miss us too much. <laughs> well, you're feeling it, having a good buzz at the moment, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, so like if they hang out until I finish. Um, yeah, we'll wait till you finish. I'll I'll just call out and say, oh, um, I, I'm I'm enjoying this here. I'm sure I'm sure it's I'm sure it's all fine. Uh, I'll catch up with you. Yeah, you can. You guys can see that Gil is loving the attention he's getting, and he's getting a lot of attention from a lot of the ladies of Fandolin right now. I, I trust you can look after yourself, Gil, but but don't do anything too silly. We do value and need you for our, the rest of our, our, our responsibilities to the town. Well, that is uh, very kind of you to say, Loros. I value you as well. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so oh, dear. Right, Sig, shall we? American. Indeed. Let us be off. Okay, um, great. So you guys, okay. you, you guys leave the festivities and make your way over to... Um, Daran's orchard, uh, the Edomath orchard, and you can still hear the. You can still. It sounds like even like Gil may have gone around for an encore by this point. By the time you reach the or- orchard, um, and there is a. There does seem to be a, a light on inside Daran's house. A light, a torch of some sort. There's, there's there is a light. Not a red light. <laughs> Not a red light. I, I boldly walk up to the door. <laughs> Okay, and the the door you can hear footsteps, and you can just hear the uh, the door sort of just open up, just like a, a tiniest amount, and you can just see the Duran. He's he's looking so tired. He's looking so so tired, um, and he says, "You ah, you've uh, you've returned." Um, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah, uh, um, uh, yeah. Come on, come on in. And he kind of opens the door and, and leads you into his room full of barrels of apples, if we remember. Yeah, that's right. Just barrels of barrels. His home slash storage unit. Um, <laughs> he's a hoarder. Don't judge. Yeah. Um, Apple hoarder. And he, he seems he seems lost in his own sort of his head. Uh, and he's he's walking. He's the door's wide open. He's walking just back into his room, into the main sort of living area. And he's looking down at the ground while he walks. And he he's just muttering to himself. Oh, so. You guys, uh, the old Elwell, you got you got that all sorted then, did you? Yes. Sick. <laughs> Indeed we have, Mr. Daran. We vanquished a necromancer and a pack of his foul beasts. We also saw an orc scout. How goes the interrogation here? A necromancer, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess, yeah, that's, that's great. Well, thank you. Um, I'm so glad you guys... Took, did you, so he's dead. You've you just you just killed him. We did. That's mm. that's that's probably for the best. I I, I guess. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Um, I don't know much about the orcs. I know that there's uh, the Harbin's been talking about orcs up in that area for a while. But uh, and he just kind of just mutters on and on. Uh, again, he's just looking. He doesn't look nearly as elegant as he did last time. He's looking tired. He's looking a little stressed out. Duran, would you prefer we talk in the morning? It is late, after all. I don't know if there's anything more we need to discuss. Uh, you've taken care of the old Elwell. Is there really, is there really any need for this to continue? 
What happened to the necromancer we left with you? And there's just silence for a little bit. Mm. Uh, oh, uh, um, Iano, yes. Uh, he uh, has been, um, he's been taken to Neverwinter, uh, as, I, as I said he would. Did you interrogate him before he left? Oh, uh, of course, of course. Oh, yeah, we we we've got some um, some information uh, f- from from uh, from him. So he turns to the Baron. Baron, do you think he's under some magic spell? He's kind of messed up. He doesn't seem to be himself, does he? Hmm. Um, could can I you do detect magic? Yeah. Oh, good idea. Yeah. Yeah, you can do I detect magic. Insight check, but detect magic is also good. Yes, do that too. I think. All right, I'll, I'll roll two. Okay, well, let's do the detect magic. Oh, no, insight. Let's do insight first. Um, I've rolled very poorly yet again. As uh, <laughs> yeah, another four. Tamirikin, um He just looks, he just looks like he's tired. He just looks exhausted. That's all that she can really get out. Maybe he's just he's just had a rough couple of days you've been gone four days he's probably been out in the orchard he's uh you know who knows too many apples (laughs) he's even more of a bummer than normal which concerns me Hmm. um did you want to do your detect magic as well yes please do you have to roll anything for that no it's a ritual So it should, after 10 minutes, still check in. So, <laughs> so he's just going to sit there for 10 minutes. I'm the going to look around his house at the just, same time. And yeah, I'm gonna... In the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I don't think I have to make a circle or anything. Just just ignore him and, and tell us what you've learned from Iano. He doesn't even notice that you've started this ritual. He's so caught up in his mm-hmm. own head. Um, mm-hmm. He says, uh, yeah, um, the interrogation. Uh, okay, so we found out a bit more about um the black spider um it's a the black we the black spider is a drow um uh-huh. so that's the black spider he sent um a few bugbears to help iano keep sort of fandolin under control but i believe you guys have uh taken care of them already um uh now the bugbears they knew the way to uh wave echo cave uh, from what um, Iano was saying. Uh, but Iano doesn't know. Nothing he could do to those bugbears. No amount of magic would get that information out of them. So Iano didn't, didn't know. Um, Black Spider is searching for the Waveco Cave because of the... There's a forge of spells. What else was there? Um, and that... Yeah, I mean, I think that's... I think that's about it. Is his um, name Nizna? Uh, Iano, what? <clears throat> no, the black spider, the drow. Is oh, didn't, name. Uh, Iano didn't say. Just that it was a drow. Okay. Mm, I've, I've never encountered a drow before, but I haven't heard many good things about them, I must say. And he kind of... Yeah, what uh, is a drow? It's a, it's a dark elf. A dark elf. Unlike spider body. It's a drow, it's a dark elf. It's just like a, a normal elf, but just, I guess, encompasses the, 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 the dark side of the stuff that us elves usually uh, venture towards. Uh, but look, and he runs his fingers through his hair. Uh, look, I need some sleep. I need you guys. 
I really need you guys out of here. Do you mind if I crash in uh, some of these by these barrels? <laughs> You're gonna just sleep. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't I don't care what you do. You just you do what you've got to do. I'm uh, I just <sighs> I, might, I might go for a walk. Um, and he sort of like heads for the heads for the door. Wait, wait, wait. Can can I see if Brian is casting this spell? Do I know what he's doing? Um, yeah, you can I can see that know. he's doing a ritual of some sort. Yeah, and and uh, he still uh, Duran still hasn't noticed. He doesn't care. He's so in his own mind. He just uh, he doesn't. I'm just going to try and stop Duran from leaving and just be like, "Oh, come on, we're here to help you." I mean, you know, why don't we just? Sit down. We've got, oh, we got the most beautiful oolong from that necromancer. You'll love it. It's good stuff. So why don't we just sit down and have a cuppa? He sort of ignores most of what you say until you say necromancer. And he just kind of like jolts a little bit, stresses out. He's kind of, he's getting a bit twitchier. Um, uh, and he's almost shutting, he's shutting down. He's, he doesn't want to, he's not talking. Can I whisper to American and, and the others, <clears throat> maybe just take him outside and we can search the house because there's something really weird about this place. Sig will escort him on a walk around his orchard. Okay, great. Um, it, it's we'll sort of we'll, um, skip through a bunch of that, which is you, all you know from that from the, the entire time you're out is he just he seems very uncomfortable. Uh, he's kind of muttering to himself as well. He, you you hear him mention under his breath Iano. You you hear him mention. Um, Fell, which was the wood uh, wood shop guy that got that got murdered. Um, so, what are you guys doing inside the house? Ben. I want to search his rooms. I want to search his rooms to see if there's any evidence of what happened to Iano. Right. Do you do you have time to complete the ritual during the war? Yeah, yeah. I'll wait for that to tick off. Yeah. So while Sig and um, and uh, Daran are out walking. You have enough time to cast this ritual, and there's this. It's fine. There's uh, there's no magic to be found um, in his in his dwelling. Um, mm -hmm. You can see where uh, there was obviously um, someone tied to a chair at some point. Uh, you can only assume that's where an, uh, the interrogation was had taken place. There doesn't seem to be any signs of um, uh, any like um, scuffle or sort of fights or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Has he been cleaning up after himself, or is it just a mess? It looks like the, the it looks like he hasn't tidied anything in the last like three days, hmm. and he looks like he probably hasn't slept for three days. So it's 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 late. It is definitely late. The party is still going strong. Um, Sig is out in the orchard with um, with Daran. You guys have sort of taken a look within his house and found no sort of foul play. I'm this is fucking weird. To, yeah, I agree, yeah. Brian. There's something up here. <laughs> well, okay. Fair I always thought something was strange with um with Darren, but yeah, now I'm pretty sure of it. I want to spot him with my magic power, you know, my magic detecting ability. So what do you want, what are you wanting to do? I want to see if there's magic on him, you know, like a magic glamourine to make a... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
sorry for anyone who's listening to this and can't see we've got we've got both Baron and Sig shrinking themselves down in front of us. Oh, uh, so please cute. ignore me. Oh my god! Why don't shift himself into a tiny little mouse? All right, so I might cut this from the podcast. I think. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Bill has disappeared into a tree. Oh, oh so <laughs> anyway, okay, I come back to normal okay. size. Orchard sure is big, you know. walking around the uh, orchard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gil's so small that he's hidden behind his name. Yeah, yeah. A random origins has made a great suggestion that this is just what I'll show when I do the recap for this week. <laughs> <laughs> It's hot in here. Oh man! <sighs> yeah, can I size I'm supposed to be now? Yeah, All right. Um, okay. Okay. When they return. Oh, that that <laughs> made up forty seconds of great viewing. <laughs> Right. This is great so, material. So I'm gonna, I am gonna recap like um, a little. We're gonna go back. So I, I am gonna cut that from the podcast. Um, so you guys Thank have, you, you guys Apology. have. Got, <laughs> Sig is walking around the orchard with, um, with uh, Daran, and you guys inside have sort of found no, no, nothing of suspicion. You found where the interrogation took place, and there's nothing really else. Uh, I'm not giving up on this. This guy is fucking weird. He's not himself. Yeah, is there any indication? In, sorry, Brick and Kara. He's not telling us everything he knows. Let's at least say that. Hmm. I don't know if he is even in control of his own mind at the moment. He's like looking at the floor and just mumbling words. I think something's happened to his brain. Do you think maybe Iano has done something to him during the interrogation? Yeah, I would not be surprised. If um, only when had... they come back. Oh, sorry. Oh, if only I had a spell available to help but i don't think i have anything mm. i want to see if there's some magic on him when he comes back mm. all right so a good 15 minutes pass um before sig sort of finish is there anything else you wanted to do uh alongside duran during your walk sig sig will just watch him with his perceptive perception <laughs> <laughs> are you looking for anything specific no um, Sigurd's only talked to this guy a couple of times. Mm. Um, he can pick up the party's um, hanky factor that something is different, but mm. he's not particularly worried in himself. He seems just to be ignored. He's, he's maybe a, um, a meter or so in front of you. You're, you're, he's almost, you're just sort of like keeping a, uh, a few steps back, keeping an eye on him. He just doesn't seem to notice or care. You've stood on a couple of apples that have fallen from the ground. He d- hasn't noticed or cared. He's he's very much in his own head right now. Mm. The apple Normally crushing really does trigger a few it. memories for Sig Oops. in that he accidentally threatened to cut his trees down. He got quite triggered on that. Mm. <laughs> so um, as Sig walks Duran back into his house... As he opens the door, he's going to slap him on the back of the head. <laughs> okay. Um, Why not? He just kind of how 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 hard are you hitting him? Like, is it the intent to hurt him? The intent would be to shake him free of 
some magics which Sig is not aware of. Right. But right. he has seen his friend Baron being charmed before, so he wonders with a with a quick mm. slap just wake him up a touch. Yeah, like so a you magical just... Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> you, you like just Indeed. clap him across the back of his head, um, doing like what would be the equivalent of a, a single hit point of damage, and he just kind of just takes it. He just kind of like it knocks him forward a little bit, and he puts his he he starts rubbing the back of his head as well. Looks looks back at you, kind of uh, frustrated or annoyed, uh, and just walks walks into the room. At that sig was about to explain how the door must have left his hand unintentionally, but doesn't bother with a, an excuse mm. and looks to his party and says, this man is clearly either in trouble or perplexed or hexed. We must help him. Baron? Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this is yours, man, Baron. Well, is he, can I see any magical glowing around him? There's no magical glow on, on him. Or around him, okay. not in the house. The only things that uh, glow are the item, the magical items you guys hold. Okay. Yeah. And smacking him in the, I like the smack in the head. He didn't like it. It's not like. Mm, no, no, yeah, I damn. liked it. Oh, you liked it. Okay. I liked it. Just that just hurt me more. Just <laughs> <laughs> sleep for a good solid eight hours and not be disturbed. Like, I mean, is that, is that kind of what he looks like? He's just absolutely. Naked, exhausted. This guy looks like he hasn't slept for like three days. His hair's a mess. It's. Uh, yeah, I'm his, not worried about his hair. Like big that, bags under life. his eyes. It's such a shame that his hair is a mess because I know he he was such an elegant man. Mm. Something's clearly wrong with it. Friend, do you need sleep? Yes, I mean, I would. I'd give anything to have a sleep right now, but. Uh, then go uh, to bed. Okay, well, yeah, I'll I'll try. If you can leave we'll, and leave we'll me, stay, we'll, we'll stay here and guard your house and make sure no one else disturbs you. You go to bed, and in the morning we can talk when you've had a solid rest. Just well, trust you know us. What? We've got this place, mm. Duran. We actually do have a friend who is able to put you to sleep if you re- require an artificial one. I mean, it's, as a DM, why do we leave Gil behind? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gil is doing like, like fraternizing with the um, the patrons back in, in the town center. You would have the best sleep you've ever had. I promise you that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Does does like a does a magic sleep? Um, is it as refreshing as a natural sleep? I got no idea. Or does That's it just put you to sleep? I'm selling it that way. Oh right, right, okay. <laughs> there's a spell called catnap <laughs> is uh which is designed to use on your on like yourself and your party members which gives you the benefits of a long rest awesome. oh um but you don't have that i don't have that i just have the the one that's intended to be used against people so i i actually don't know mm. uh, i mean you only sleep for a minute so yeah, yeah exactly. Um, um, maybe it's enough to get the ball rolling if he's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, could, could we just put him in his bed and let him go to sleep naturally? I mean, like but he might he might just right. wake up after a minute with a massive magical hangover. He could. Let's try it. Um Duran just mentions yet again. Look, thank you so much again for the um the business at the Owl Well. The only thing I can really offer is um uh, look, if you're going anywhere else, you can use my horses. Uh, I'm happy to lend them lend them to you. Should you need to, should you need them in the future? But I need to ask you to leave. Oh, oh God! Oh, please just leave. 
I feel like you're not telling us everything. I thought we were allies. What are you hiding? Mm. Give me a persuasion. Give me a persuasion check. Mm. Okay, I will do so. I'm going to try to look. <laughs> I've been rolling incredibly well this whole time, so yeah. let's give it a go with my minus one charisma. Your charisma, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, that is a four. That is <laughs> I have rolled a three. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not hiding anything. Can you? I just. Uh, I just need. To, I need. I need you guys to get out. I need you to get out. I'm just looking around, seeing if anyone else. We're trying to read my comrades and see what they think. I'm the last sort of person to do an intervention. He's starting to get agitated. I, I think we need to let this man right. sleep. Come on, team. Um, I'm just going to usher everyone to the door. How about we'll see you in the morning, Mr. Duran. Um, I hope um, you feel better tomorrow. Sig will walk out the door. And he mm. sees Sig walking out the door and starts um, sort of like pushing the, the Baron towards the door. He's like, I need, I need, I need you, I need you out. I, you need to, you need to leave. And he's kind of just hurrying the Baron. To okay, the door. okay, all right, all right. Jesus. Oh. Um. <laughs> Who's Jesus? Yeah. Cursing to now. Um, Sig, I think we should stay. I, I think we should leave it. We should just stay by the door because and and keep a watch because whilst he's sleeping, I I don't trust that he's only just sleeping. We should be ready for anything. My plan is to spy on him from the tree. <laughs> of, course, of course it is. Would you like me to put you in a tree? I, I can, well, that might be helpful. Uh, I can happily put you in the branch so you can look through his window and watch him if you really you're want. If you're tall enough, maybe I can just go on your shoulders. Uh, I'm sure his house is taller than seven foot, but I can chuck you up into one of the branches if you want to look. I just through. need to look through his window. Not yeah, his that's I could put you up on the roof and you could look through the window if you're quiet enough. Um, so have you guys have you guys left his his living area? We're basically standing, we're standing on the outside the door. The door's closed. We're on the porch, on the veranda. <laughs> Mr. Loris, I suggest you move your token, <laughs> and then perhaps we'll we'll do your plan. I'll hang out at the back of the house. You can hang out at the front. And we'll see if he remains inside. You, when you, uh, when you guys, the door sort of shuts behind you guys. And as you make your way off the kind of, um, I don't know, the veranda out front or the porch area, he, um, you can hear like things being dragged across the ground. Um, and all of, he's slowly walking around his house, shutting all the shutters on his windows. Of course he is. Mm. Moving his apple. <laughs> he's moving his not- apples. It did not go well. There's something so strange with him. Yeah. Sig walks around to Mirakin's side. Mirakin, do you reckon you could sneak in there as a little mousy mousy? I could, I believe. I'm sure there'd be a gap small enough. There would be a gap small enough. I don't know that I'll uncover anything, but it's worth a try. Can you transform it into an apple? (laughs) <laughs> He'll barrel you. Oh, don't, don't be silly, Brian. <laughs> you could at least just sneak upstairs and, and make sure he's sleeping. And if he heard anything, you'd be able to report. Uh, yes, I I shall do so. I I I will transform into a rat. Okay. 
and I shall try to enter the house by any means necessary. Yeah. Um, you, do you want to go through the front? Oh. Are you trying to look for a spot uh, through the main entrance or through a side? Or where is there anywhere you would like to appear, basically? Um, well, if I hear him making noises shuffling around, I'll try to enter from a different direction so i'm not coming out exactly where he is yeah so you find a small hole um in the back of the house um and you notice there's there's it's kind of it's it's quite dark in this area there's no there's no lights or no torches lit or anything like that in this area or candles or anything like that uh and you can just see uh, the faint glow from the room the living area that you guys were in off in the distance and you scurry across the ground um, and you can see that he's pushed a couple of box uh, barrels of apples up against the the front door. He's clearly does he's making sure you guys don't get back in. He's he's all of these shutters on the windows have now been um, shuttered, and he's on the ground, um, holding sitting on the ground, holding onto his knees, and he's just kind of rocking. He's just saying, "What have I done? What have I done?" Holy, oof, oh. That's grim. Um, well, I'll, I will continue to watch him for the for the next little while to see if anything occurs. Yeah, over the next maybe ten minutes or so, he he just seems to be getting more and more in his head. He, tears are rolling down his face, um, and he and he says his friend Fell's name um, a few times. Um, yeah, what you can kind of. He's he's clearly done something in the hopes, uh, from what you can get, he's done something in the hopes of seeing Fel again. Even though you know Fel was murdered by Redbrands, you've seen his body under Tresenda Manor. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. Like a pet cemetery um. type of situation going on. <laughs> well, hmm. he, and I don't want to give things away, but I will give you the clue that he was holding on to a necromancer. Hmm. Perhaps he's made a bargain with the devil, so to speak. Mm. Agreed, well, Morgan. We'll burn the house down. You don't even know that. <laughs> you don't know this yet. <laughs> you don't know this yet. See? It's like, like inside, like just let's burn it down. Example. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't. Um, you don't even know. You don't know exactly what's happened. You you know that there's he's he's upset. He's crying. He's mentioned Thal's name a few times. Um, and he's obviously done something bad He fe- that he feels guilty about. Right. Well, he's going to fell to the necromancer. I think I'm just going to um, play my cards thusly. I shall walk up to him as a rat and quickly transform back into my shape right in front of his eyes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Staring him down. Oh, wow. And, and saying, nice. Okay. Tell us um, we know seeing something. Seeing this, he just he just breaks down. He just breaks down, and he tells you everything. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna quickly get my get my pals, and once I've broken I'm not, him, like these, like what are you what are you <laughs> wanting to do? Because like there's okay. there's barrels of apples up against right. the doors, I'll all the windows are shut. Barrels. Be one on one, and I'll tell them later. Yeah. So he just he breaks down, and he. He tells you about how Glassstaff promised him um, that he could bring Thal back for in, in basically swapping his freedom for his friend. Um, that he would see his friend within 24 hours of, of Glassstaff's freedom. 
um, and it's been three days, and there's been nothing. Oh, oh, you poor man. man. He just wanted, he, he just he just wanted to see his friend again. Oh. She, grabs, she grabs his arms and she says, "I know, I know what it's like to lose one so dear to you, and that the fact that you would do anything to get them back. I know what that's like." And he is just, just tears are pouring down his face. He is absolutely bawling and exhausted, and he he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know. He's been waiting for his friend for three days. Uh, American feels deep pity for him, but she, she knows exactly what he's going through, and she she can't help but show show him complete mercy in this moment, and empathise with him, and tell him that it was not, it was not your fault. Many in your position would do the exact thing. It was our, it was our weakness that we we left you to deal with something like this. Um, and he just he's so apologetic he's just repeating i'm sorry i'm sorry and he's crying getting real emotional in here guys <laughs> we can't get in <laughs> we've, we've got no idea you're having a moment here with um yeah, yeah. Your, your way out i'd like i'd like to, <laughs> first I'll eat my way out bob and frettles time <laughs> yes but first turn Wait, into I'll, a rat <laughs> yeah yeah, I'll, I'll let him know that I'm on his side. But if if he'll allow it, now might be a good time for my comrades to come and strategize with solutions. We we can fix this. And he he's clearly um, worried about what you've just said. He's they'll kill they'll 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 kill me they'll they'll they'll, they'll kill me. I, I I've seen. I I don't deserve to live, but. I don't want to die at their hands. Trust me, your fears are justified. <laughs> <laughs> and you just you just hear you just hear him go. But I will do anything in my power to to make them see reason, I will not let you come to harm on my watch. I promise you that. He 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 stands up and and backs backs up against um, the wall, the most opposite from the from the front door, and he's just like right up into the corner. He's like and says, "Do do as you must." Right. Get their apples. <laughs> <laughs> How about their right. apples? You pocket like 463 apples. <laughs> Add them to your Yay. inventory. I pick up the farm. And <laughs> 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 put it in my bag of holding. <laughs> uh, I'd like to um, let my companions in and explain to them beforehand the gravity of the situation and so that you, they must not fly off the handle. So you move the barrels out of the way. You move through the front door uh, and beckon <laughs> for your crew to, to uh, basically beckon them over and you explain everything that's happened uh, inside so he let Blastaff go you can see that, that murdery look in your eyes uh-huh. <laughs> how about that, that? He, he let the guy we caught go so he casually was- puts himself between Duran and Mr. Loris. Oh no, Duran is in. You guys are still outside, so Duran is inside against the far corner. 
I'll be standing in the doorway as well. Mm. This is this is not only perplexing but kind of angering. It's not ideal. Not ideal. <laughs> he's done, he's done a thing. I'm not denying that. He's done a horrible thing and he mm. knows it. But yeah, as someone and- who has lost a loved one before, sometimes you will do anything, even mm. if it's against your better wisdom. You do anything to see them again. Surely you understand that. This is the response you're getting. Cold, blank stare. Nah. Uh, as Mirkin describes one losing some loved one, Sid goes a little sullen in the face. And he just gets a slow nod. What's a baron gets one from somewhere, and he puts it on, and then he nods with it. <laughs> um, what does the baron think of this? I'm, uh, I'm hearing this um, strong uh, discussion, you know. I, I agree with American. I, I think her uh, feelings are justified. I think if someone uh, is grasping at straws to get their friend back from the dead, but it's just unfortunate that that glass stuff was such an evil bastard. He didn't even do it. Didn't even hold up his end of the bargain. But I don't blame uh, Darren. Do it's unfortunate. get the interactions we had with this man before we, we dropped Biano on his doorstep? Well, I recall it, it, the town highly. He's a good man. <sighs> Your anger should be directed towards glass staff, not this oh, man. Don't worry, he's got some serious pain coming his way when we find him. Indeed, let us focus on what we can fix. Let's go ask Mr. Duran where he went. Yeah, good point. And we can go from there. Gil, uh, is, uh, before, we, before we move on, Gil, what are you, what's, what's Gil up to? Um, I'm just trying to find Ginder and sit down and have a conversation. Yeah, like um, you, you you ask around um, and no one no one knows Ginder. No one knows Gin, this person. You just I kind of describe him and like you know the one that was playing me the the actor that was playing Gil in the the great play. And yeah, um, a couple of them they're like oh the, yeah the the thesp- yeah the actor guys. Um, don't really remember any of them called Ginda. Like there was one, there was two, there was one or two of them that were like oddly named. Like there was Sig playing Sig, American Agnes. But I thought, was there another one that was? No. Anyway, so there, if you go, um, they're sort of holed up in the, uh, um, the sleeping, the sleeping giant sort of tavern. That's uh, they're staying here while they're practicing. So you could probably find them in there. Um, in that case, I'll make my excuses from the young ladies who are surely swarming all over Gil. You're getting a lot. You're getting a lot of affection from a lot of beautiful young ladies. I'm sorry, but I do need to. Uh, I do need to speak with um, with the thespians. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, well, we just lost Dave, but that's okay. We'll um, we'll say that uh, we'll come back to you again. I just wanted to set that set that scene. Um, so let's go back to the crew back at Duran's house. Uh, so you guys, yeah. So so what's the plan here? So what are you wanting to do with Duran? I will stay outside because if I go into that house, I will literally want to rip him to pieces. Mm. I'm that angry at him. 
So I will stay. I will withdraw myself from the situation. <laughs> to not scare them to death and hurt. Mm. I'm going you. to be. I'm going to be acting quite protectively towards Duran. I don't want to see him come to harm. Sigur, walk into the room and address Duran. Duran, Lenin spoke very highly of you and the order of the gauntlet which you serve. And we would still serve your order again, and it seems that we need to retake this necromancer. Tell me, which direction did he leave in? Where would he go? Um, he... He didn't tell me. Uh, he said he was going to return Deathel to me, and uh, that, that that was the last I've heard. In your interrogations prior to your deal, was there any locations you think that we could begin our search? Uh, I fear that he's he's going to try and find the black spider and report what's happened here. Truly, he does not deserve to be spared a second time should we come upon him again. And he starts crying again. I, fa- I failed. I failed the order. And he tears a, a, a small badge off his, off his shoulder that symbolised his, uh, his, his faction, basically, and throws that to the ground. Um, if you are here to kill me, then, then get it, get it on with. And he steals himself and stands up straight, tears still streaming down his face. It's what I deserve. Don't talk like that. No. Sigur. No, we're not monsters. Sigur walk towards Mister Duran and get down on his knees. Take out his knife. And use it to point to a a burn mark on his armor. And he will spend a few minutes regaling a heroic tale how he got hit with a magic missile by a necromancer. (laughs) And he was felled. And the punchline of the the little tale that he tells is that we can underestimate those ones that wield magic. I too have fallen to their wiles. But here, I remain... Stay true to your order. He'll pick up the patch and hand it back to Mr. Duran. There is good yet you can do to undo your deed. Um, I want to get you to roll... I want to get you to roll persuasion with advantage. (laughs) Amazing speech. You said it so much better than I ever could. A 15 square. (laughs) (laughs) That's like 45. (laughs) He... He reaches. No, it's not. <laughs> it's so not. No, it's not. Close it's enough. so not. It's not even close. Um, Duran, Duran sees the sincerity in, in, in Sig's face as he details what happened at the old Elwell. Um, and you can see that as he's taking in the story, he's, he, he's struggling with the fact that he kind of caused that to happen by sending you out there. And he didn't deliver his side of his... Well, I mean, he, got, he interrogated, but he let glass stuff go. Um, but he reaches out and grabs the patch back off, off you and kind of just holds it in his hand tight and says, but but what now? 
We track him down. We end him. So he beguiles no other. Help us, Duran. Uh, uh, he, he nods. He's like, I will, I will help in, in any way I can. Um, wherever you're heading, I, I, if you need me, I will be there. I, I need to make up. I need to make up for this somehow. Sig looks to the Baron and American. American's mm-hmm. just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Just puts her mm. hand up. Just. I, mm. Yeah. Okay. What is what was, what was the Baron thinking? I pull out a cigarette and put it <laughs> in Darren's mouth, and I light it. All right. Not thinking whether or not he's a smoker, and I pat him on the shoulder. We'll we'll find out how good he is at smoking. You got a net twenty. He takes a big drag on that cigarette. <laughs> um, and and it and it do, it definitely seems to calm him down. It's, he's he's calming down a little bit. Um, and he thanks he thanks you and says um, maybe I'll maybe I'll even be able to sleep tonight. Thanks thanks to being able to talk to you about this. You will considering what's in that cigarette. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Indeed, Mister Duran. You sleep well, and tomorrow we'll set forth to write this act. Okay. And he, he, he like the apples. <laughs> and he um he oh, goes. Yeah. Oh. oh what? We missed the chance to get we missed the chance to get a lifetime supply of apples. Oh, you can get some apples off him tomorrow if you need apples. He's got all the apples you'll ever need. Yes. <clears throat> um, he he sort of makes um his way into into the bedroom. Uh, so he's got some stairs leading up to the bedroom. There's a little little table next to the stairs upstairs. Um, and he, he motions to Sig over. Um, and he, he opens up this, he opens up this drawer. He opens up, <laughs> pulls out a condom. Got a ring of protection. <laughs> no, Sig doesn't. <laughs> he opens up this drawer and he pulls Plus out... He pulls out like another, a, a similar looking patch. Um, and he, he looks at Sig and kind of offers this patch to, to Sig, which is just like a, a knowing nod and says, you know, you know, you're worthy of this. Sig will very slowly take the patch from him and look at it with his recognition to understand what it is. It looks to be a similar patch to what he was wearing on his shoulder, something to denote the, the order of the gauntlet. And um, underneath the symbol of just a, a, a gauntlet fist, it says the word cheval um, underneath. And he's, off, he's basically, he's offering this to you. Thank you, Mr. Duran. I do not take this from you lightly. Tell me, though, where can I find out more about your order? Um, if, uh, if I may travel with you, I will, I will, uh, tell you everything you need to know. If, I appreciate uh, that. If you will have me traveling with you. Indeed. See if, uh, see how Loris feels about that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, American um, just kind of, um, elbows Baron Byram and, like, points at the patch and it's just like, 
Well, that's nice that he got one and we didn't. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just turned into a rat and got the truth out of him, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> budging cigarettes off me. <laughs> 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 is Sassa stomach right? Yeah, it must be. Sassa's <laughs> like, seriously summer. Yeah, for spring, isn't it? Yeah, you're in spring at the moment. You can't be doing out sass in the I can, spring. I can, I can still be sassy whenever. Um, and with that, <laughs> having having the patch taken from Sig, um, Duran just lets out of just like the weight of the world has has come off his shoulders, and he heads upstairs. Night. <laughs> Sig returns uh, to his comrades. Not many patches. Let's um come back here on the morrow <laughs> when we set out. Okay. Indeed. Um, so let's go back to Gil. Gil, you've you've made your way over to the uh, the sleeping giant, um, and despite the majority of uh, Fandolin being located in the in the town center, there there's some there's some flickering of light within the sleeping giant. Um, you can see through the windows. Um, I'm not even going to bother like looking in through the windows. I'm just going to step. Step into the room, okay. Uh, and I'm just going to announce my arrival by saying, "Ah, yes, all the performers are here." Um, and there's only one performer <laughs> in front of you. He's sitting. He's sitting <laughs> in the middle of the room with a with a, a tankard of ale in front of him, and he says, "Ah, yes, Gil." I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you came. So tell me, Gindar, what uh, what brings you to little old Fandolin? Look, Gil, you don't need to. Uh, should I say, Gil? You don't need to mess around. Why don't you call me by my real name? Mm. <laughs> so you just see, like, uh, so all sort of pretense just begins to drop away from Gil, just kind of like cracks his neck and his knuckles and he says, like rolls his shoulders like he's been um, like held up and stiff for like days or weeks or however long uh, and he just goes, oh that's much better well uh, this is awkward, ain't it? Yes. Gil Ah, so you do remember me, Bill. It has been a while. Getting Dicey is an independent podcast, so your support means the earth to us. Check out our Twitter, at Getting Dicey, for links to our live stream and how you can support us further. We live stream once a week, so come check out the homemade costumes, overlays, and filters that we use to help make watching that little more exciting. Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, so you can come chat to us and each other about D&D and what's happening in the campaign. Uh, lastly, if you're liking what we're doing, we'd appreciate that you rate and review us on iTunes. Every little bit of support helps.